0: You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast. Please enjoy today's show hosted by Pastors Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. Hey, welcome to Morning Breath, your drive time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. I'm Matt and this is Jessica. What's up?
1: Hey, happy day after the Super Bowl. Come on. What a game.
0: What a game. It's
1: amazing. What's your favorite Super Bowl food?
0: Uh, I thought you were going to say Super Bowl memory, so I just oh, let's do went all of there it really quick. Yeah. Well, the number one favorite Super Bowl of all time, both have, uh, actually two of them have, well, take back. Of course, when the Denver Broncos won, John Uh, Elway doing the helicopter spin into the end zone, of course. Uh, Peyton Manning winning, yes, of course, but... I loved when New York beat the Patriots. That was like, at that time, I was a Patriot hater. I was a Tom Brady hater. <laughs> a Tom Brady hater, hater really. Uh, not anymore at all. Actually, I, I root for the old guy every time oh, now because yeah. he's only two years older than me. But, man, 43 for a professional athlete, it's like, wow. You know, that's, that's old for a professional athlete. And he's incredible, an incredible football player, obviously. Yeah. But um, favorite Super Bowl food. Oh, man. You know, I want to say a ribeye, you know, um, but even like a seven-layer dip's pretty good.
1: <laughs> mm, I love a good dip.
0: It's funny. It's like you go to a fancy restaurant and you order a ribeye, but still, like a peanut butter jelly sandwich oh, yeah. is also good. On you white know? bread. Or like a taco. Like tacos might be my favorite food, yeah, honestly. It's
1: true. Everyone in our family likes tacos except our oldest son. Yeah. And he like tolerates them. And I'm I like, mean, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. You could
0: pay $60 for a steak at a steakhouse. Or you could pay $3 for a taco at a taco stand. Yeah. Not sure which one's actually better. I
1: don't know. The way you grill steaks is awesome. Mm, Yeah. That's a whole other story. Yeah. So we're in. What's your
0: favorite? Oh, wait. Did I ask you? Did you answer? What's your favorite Mm. Super Bowl food?
1: I'd have to say a dip. Like a dip. dip, Any kind of dip. A strong dip? Yeah. With a salty chip oh, that, yeah. you know, like a dip by itself is just...
0: No. Yeah. What are you going to eat dip with a spoon? You got to dip <laughs> something in it. <laughs> right.
1: Dip with a spoon. Hey, to each their own, right?
0: I've eaten fondue, to, uh, fondue dip with a spoon. Fondue with the spoon.
1: The chocolate or chocolate, the cheese?
0: The chocolate. Oh.
1: Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I, I think we're hungry. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So you're listening to Morning Breath, uh, your drive-time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day, and this is where we just take a chapter of the Bible, and we read it together, and then we talk about what God is breathing on it, hence the name Morning Breath, and you may be listening on the radio, you may be watching on our YouTube channel, this is a video, on Mondays, we have Morning Breath as a video cast, and we're actually at a new set today, we're changing it up for our uh, faithful viewers, like my yeah. mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is our faithful viewer, and uh, we, oh,
0: apparently my parents also watched Morning oh, I Breath. I heard, yeah,
1: I heard that, yeah. So hey, hey, mom, we just hey, moved
0: man. our listener view up by percentages <laughs> right there,
1: <laughs> double, tripled it, yeah. So we're we're we just love doing this, and we uh, hope that you enjoy it. And if this is the way that you read your Bible, thanks for joining us. Um, it is the way that I read my Bible every day. I follow the Morning Breath schedule and. And this is how I do it. So we've been in the book of Proverbs and we've been going through every proverb on the air, which we have never done before. So that's been fun. Um, Also, what I want to say that we have launched freedom groups and small groups at our church. If you don't have a church, we would love to have you join us at East Coast Christian Center. We have four locations in the county of Brevard, Florida, and we also have an online campus. But then if you want to join a small group, those have all just started. And that is really the way that you are going to make relationships. It's the way that you are going to know people and be known. Yeah. because you can come to church on a Sunday morning a Saturday night and it's great but people are not going to know you they're not going to know when you um, when your dog dies and you want someone to talk to about it like something as dramatic as that as sad as that like you need community surrounding you to be able to share those moments with if you end up uh, at the doctor in the hospital like when you're in a small group people know like you're yeah. missing in a small group you mm-hmm. you can be missed yeah basically in a, a huge large group um you know it's hard it can go weeks
0: yeah we actually just had super serve Sunday as well mm-hmm. uh, on Super Bowl Sunday yeah. and it's another way to get on a team and become a part of a small group by serving along somebody next to you and connecting with somebody. You know, it's it's how you get to know and have relationship. It's great. You're a Christian. You love the Lord, but... The church is not just a single Christian. Mm -hmm. It's Christians coming together. It's the body of Christ. And so that coming together is a big deal. And so love for you to jump on a serving team. It'll be a chance to even come to the Dream Team Rally, which is uh, the week before Easter, which will be incredible. It's going to be a luau outside uh, under a huge pavilion at F. Burton Park. But, you know, it's going to be awesome. So you need to be on a serving team to be a part of the Dream Team celebration. Mm -hmm. Uh, So just, you know, get connected. And if you don't go to East Coast, and you go to a different church, it's the same thing. This is really what, as a Christian, uh, what it's going to take to grow and and stay connected.
1: Yeah. We also have a special service coming up Wednesday, February 10th, which is in two days from now. You want to talk about that? We're going to have some guest speakers come in, our our friends Todd and Julie Mullins and Pastor Tom Mullins um, coming from Christ Fellowship Church, and we're going to have worship. We're going to have food trucks and...
0: It's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, it is a passing of the baton service. Yeah. And uh, me and my dad have been leading the church together for two years now. And uh, we're at the point where he's passed on leadership to me as a lead pastor. And you are co-lead with me, which is amazing. And he is taking... A role where he's going to teach. He's going to be a teaching pastor and a founding pastor, and really uh, lead the lead our church from a advisory point. He'll be teaching uh, about exactly what he did last year, and um, and he's still a part of our executive team, uh, helping make decisions. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really. Uh, I think it's a going to be a great benefit for our church as his uh, legacy and in, in the legacy of the church can you know kind of keep moving forward. Uh, pastoring a church is a temporary position. I'm now the new pastor of East Coast and, and Wednesday night it'll you know just the ceremony will be complete but uh but it's still temporary, and we're going to pass it on to the next generation. We're going to continue to build a life-giving church that lasts, and uh, it's going to be a great service. We're also going to be honoring Pastor Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be getting his doctorate degree, which is really neat, yeah. a doctorate of theology. He worked hard for that, and uh, just be an incredible time. Love for you to come to one of the services uh, Wednesday night. It'll be great.
1: Yep, 6 and 730. And if you need any more info about anything we've mentioned, you can go to our website at eccc.us. All right, I think we covered it all. Now we're getting into Proverbs chapter 5, and I'm going to go ahead and read, starting now.
0: Read, please.
1: My son, be attentive to my wisdom, godly wisdom learned by costly experience. Incline your ear to my understanding, that you may exercise discrimination and discretion, good judgment, and your lips may reserve knowledge and answer wisely to temptation. For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey like a honeycomb, and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter like the extract of wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold of Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead, so that she does not think seriously about the path of life. Her ways are aimless and unstable. You cannot know where her path leads. Now then, my sons, listen to me and do not depart from, forget the words of my mouth. Let your way in life be far from her. And do not go near the door of her house. Avoid even being near the places of temptation, or you will give your honor to others and your years to the cruel one. And strangers will be filled with your strength, and your hard-earned wealth will go to the house of a foreigner who does not know God. And you will groan when your life is ending, when your flesh and your body are consumed. And you say how I hated instruction and discipline, and my heart despised correction and reproof. I have not listened to the voice of my teachers, nor have I inclined my ear to those who instructed me. I was almost in total ruin in the midst of the assembly and congregation." Drink water from your own cistern of a pure marriage relationship and fresh running water from your own wells. Should your springs, children, be dispersed as streams of water in the streets? Confine yourself to your own wife. Let your children be yours alone and not the children of strangers with you. Let your fountain, wife, be blessed with the rewards of fidelity and rejoice in the wife of your youth. Let her be as a loving hind and graceful doe. Let her breast refresh and satisfy you at all times. Always be exhilarated and delight in her love. Why should you, my son, be exhilarated with an immoral woman and and embrace the bosom of an outsider, pagan? For the ways of men are directly before the eyes of the Lord, and he carefully watches all of his paths, all of his comings and goings. The iniquities done by a wicked man will trap him, and he will be held with the cords of his sin. He will die for lack of instruction, discipline, and in the greatness of his foolishness, he will go astray and be lost. Amen. Amen.
0: All right. Well, uh, I think the first verse really stood out to me. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ear to my understanding uh, that you may preserve discretion and your lips may keep uh, knowledge. I love this. And I just like the word pay attention. Pay attention to wisdom. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I like it because it's a choice to pay attention. You don't have to pay attention. You don't have to read. You don't have to memorize things. You don't have to underline verses in your Bible. Uh, And... And I think um, I think I'll jump into this is it's so easy to stop paying attention. It's so easy mm-hmm. to to just be distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my dad used to say we live in the distraction capital of the world. Like we had moved from a as a family from Colorado mm-hmm. to Florida, and the stark difference of living in Florida near Orlando. It's crazy. Like, just there's always something to do around here, even in our small towns of Merritt Island, Rockledge, Viera, Cocoa Beach. There's always something going on. There's always something to do. But now, I, I mean, you carry the distraction capital with you everywhere you go in your pocket. This little guy right here, cell phone. Um, I've, I preached a message a couple of weeks ago, talking about how people, you know, really say they're busy. But are we really busy? And then I, I mentioned that we're kind of hitting snooze on our dreams and, and on our vision. And one of the things I, I mentioned, and there's a ton of stats about this out there, is that we are constantly hitting snooze on the present by uh, this little cell phone and you know iPads and smartwatches and tablets and media. And I'll just put out the stats out there. The average person is spending eight hours on media, uh, on Uh, cell phone, on an iPad, on a computer, on email, on text messaging, on social media, uh, on Candy Crush and all this stuff and all the things. Um, And they're spending eight hours a day. There's 8,765 hours in an average year. And about 3,200 hours is eight hours a day. That's four months of the year. That's January, February, March, April without
1: Without a minute break. Yeah,
0: That's a fourth of the year. Literally a fourth of the year, we're wasting away, uh, you know, on a cell phone, on a TV, on streaming media. Did I say a fourth? Uh That's four months, which is a third of the year. Science, math. That was like four, eight, twelve. Yes. Yes. Sorry, that's a third of the year. It's even worse. (laughs) It's even worse. And so, uh, one thing that I've I've really worked hard to do, and I'm continuing this on, um, in our seeking the Lord time in the 21 days. I've also added into my life reading 10 pages of a book every day um, and reading the psalm of the day, and which is 150 psalms. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read 1,500 pages, right? Is that 1,500?
1: 10 times 365?
0: 10 times 150. Oh, oh, oh. So yeah. 150 psalms, uh-huh. 10, 10 pages of a book a day. Yeah, That's 1,500 pages a day. And the thing is... Um, I'm stopping. I'm shutting the phone off. I'm shutting the things off. I, I'm not a sit and read kind of person. Um, I do like reading articles and I like reading a lot of things online. It's like short bites of information. Um, but I've said, hey, slow it down, sit down, read, slow, slow down, mm-hmm. and start paying attention. And since I have, I man, it, it has helped me so much. I've gotten so much Uh, information and wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And just, just by paying attention Mm -hmm. by reading, there's other ways to pay attention too. I don't know if you want to speak to anything on this. Well,
1: I just want to say the whole eight hours a day thing. When you told me that first, and I heard this message, which was by the way, on January 24th, I was going to mention it as well. It's a really good message called wake up. And when you snooze, you lose. And it's really, really, it's, I've remembered it so well. Um, And it's been very helpful for other people as well. But I, you can actually look at your screen time. If you have an iPhone, it has a thing where it, it tracks your screen time. And so you're telling me eight hours a day and I'm like, well, I know I'm on my phone a lot for texts and email and it's pretty much it. And so let me just check and see. And I was like six and a half hours that day, like that very day. And I was like,
0: (gasps) that doesn't even include like if you were to jump on TV.
1: Yeah. And I was at that time I was fasting TV. And so I wasn't, but like on a normal, any normal time, I would have been over the eight hours a day. Like it's just, it's, it's shocking, but I think it's a good shock that we need to be aware. We need to pay attention to that.
0: Another thing that I've done to help me not be addicted to that device is I've turned off all notifications except eight apps. Mm -hmm. Um, Three of those apps are my Bible app, my home security system, and my internet. Like that's three of the apps right there. Uh, Text messaging, a fourth app for me. Uh, There's a few others that I have for finances. Um, but all the stuff, all the games, any of that stuff, no way. Not- this is
1: relatively new for us. Like we are in the generation where we don't, we remember not having this, right? Yeah. We remember not having smartphones. So now that it is such a normal part of life, we have to find the ways to con- to control it, to yeah. not let it control us because it is created to control us. Yeah. The no- notifications, like they make money by getting our attention.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is we've got to protect our children from this Oh my as gosh, well. yes,
1: because they, they don't know what time. They are digital natives.
0: Yeah. It's okay to limit your kids' yes. involvement on technology. It's yeah. okay to stop all these things. You know, I spent a lot of time growing up playing video games, watching TV, but it was by a choice typically to go and do that, right? Um, now, it's not just a choice when you have notifications pushing at you all day, it's like, hey, look at me, look at me. Oh, look at me, could it be a call? Nope. Just got a new bonus on my game, boom. Like, yeah. it's designed to capture your attention all day and it's all in one place, so when it not- notifies you, you don't know what it is. You don't. So mm-hmm. you look at it mm-hmm. and you're like, is this important? It's not important, but now and I'm distracted. Yeah. Um, paying attention, that's by shutting your notifications down. Yeah. Also, Another is being present in the moment, being present in the moment. And I think that's a very difficult thing. Uh, there's a lot to be said about that. Um, but I've, I've looked at this for quite a long time. Uh, you know, I would say I, I've sort of been studying being present in the moment maybe for 12 to 15 years. I think looking back at even when I was in the mezzanine, I was talking a lot about this, not being so caught up in the future. Because mm-hmm. especially as a young adult, you're always, you're always like, well, when I get married or when I get my job or when I get the job, okay, when I find somebody to date, when I find a home, there's always things you're looking forward to. It's something that I've talked about a lot with young adults, even say 20 years ago when I was, when I first started the mezzanine, but um, I've, I've looked at stats, like 60% of the time our minds are not present in the moment. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about what's that. coming. Mm-hmm. What's next? As a parent, I'm doing that all the time. As a as a dad and a, and a husband, and just as a man, I'm always thinking about tomorrow, the next step. What's next? What's for dinner? What's what's going to happen <laughs> after this? Being present in the moment, right now. And and I love uh, uh, scripture. Let's see if I can remember it. I taught on it last week. Ephesians 5, um, five through sixteen. Yes, Ephesians five, fourteen through sixteen, talks about waking up. Don't be asleep. And take that advantage. Says,
1: Wake up, sleeper. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it, then it says, um, uh, take the the opportunities that you have right now. Mm-hmm. I'll read it. Let me just go ahead and read it because it's so good. Yeah. Um, and while I'm looking it up, you can talk about anything else well you
1: know. first of all i think i should get bonus points for remembering the verse yeah, that you preached you on
0: <laughs> well you have a better memory than me
1: so. uh, sometimes i'm like hey love it that you preached on whatever and he's like i didn't that wasn't me <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was td jakes you got but it thanks for you thinking that at was me You're yeah at four sorry there we go okay
1: 14 apparently
0: i don't know about numbers, numbers. okay so i'm here for therefore he says awake you who sleep Arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. See, then you walk circumspectly, not as fools, uh, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Now the New International Version says uh, take advantage of the opportunity. Walk mm-hmm. circumspectly, take advantage of the opportunity, not as fools, but as wise. Yeah. And so the whole point is don't wait for opportunities. Today is the day. Now mm-hmm. is the time. Today is the day. Now is the time. Don't wait for tomorrow. Uh, here, let me give you a great example of this. Some people say, when I have a lot of money, I'll be generous. Okay, I'll, I'll give. I'll be generous. When I, when I get the good job, when I blah, 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 I'll start giving. Giving unlocks you know, God's blessing on your life. Giving now in small amounts uh, sets you up planting seeds for uh, you having more money one day. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. Don't, it's, like, it's like saying, I'm going to wait till the tree grows before I plant a seed for the tree to grow. It just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. You plant seeds now, what you have now, in the context of life now, now the tree grows, now you have more fruit, uh, now you have more fruit, and you, you can eat more, and so you have more wealth, more resources. Don't wait to pour into your marriage. Like right, Pour into it right now. In fact, one of the verses in Proverbs 5 basically says, to enjoy the wife of your youth, right? Mm-hmm. And I think my translation said, to be enthralled with her, I thought I think it was mine a really says, cool.
1: Always be exhilarated and delight in her love.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So don't wait to be enthralled or exhilarated. Yeah. Let's see what did it say? Enraptured. That's Aww. what mine says. Enraptured. Be enraptured with your love. Like you, you do that. Let's mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Like right now with yeah. each other. Enjoy life now.
1: I I like how it's always be always be always. But be. it's a choice. Like, we don't always want to be enraptured with one another, right? But it says always be, so that that is a choice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But the real choice is just to notice, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's pay attention. It, to pay attention to now.
1: Yeah. I really liked uh, verse 12. It says, And you say how I hated instruction and discipline, and my heart despised correction and reproof. And I'm going to read this little two-paragraph thing in my um, my Bible. is the Everyday Life Bible. It's Joyce Meyer Commentary and she wrote as believers you and i should not hate instruction as we read about in proverbs 5:12 but we should be teachable if we ever reach the point where we think we know everything then we can be assured that we know nothing we need to stop hating and despising things even little things people use the words hate and despise quite casually making comments such as i hate going to the grocery store or i hate traffic or i despise my job we are not supposed to hate anything but sin We're all tempted to hate certain things just as we are prone to dread certain things, and dread is a close relative of fear. We do not need to dread doing the dishes, getting up, going to work, exercising, or anything else. Satan uses those feelings of dread and our feelings of hatred to deceive us. We simply are not to have hearts that despise anyone or anything. If you have hatred in your heart, repent and then ask God to replace any despising attitude with his love and grace. And this has impacted me so much. I read this years ago. And first of all, the part about being teachable, being teachable is actually being in the position of being willing to learn something you think you already know. That's a good definition of being teachable. Um, And with that has to come humility. Like teachability, you have to be humble to be able to say, well, I... I think I know that answer, but I am willing to relearn it or I am willing to be taught another way or I'm willing to look at it from another direction. And that's hard, but that's that's a huge theme of proverbs in general and we'll talk about it every time we talk about proverbs, but I really like watching what comes out of our mouth. We all say it. We all say I hate when that happens or I hate that or I despise that. And like we need to be careful what we're saying death and life are in the power of the tongue. And this convicted me for sure especially talking about like mundane tasks. Colossians 3.23 says that we need to do everything as unto the Lord and not for man. And I've talked about it before, dishes and laundry and all the mundane things that we have to do in this life. Like what a privilege. What We get to do dishes because we got dishes to do. We get to do laundry because we have clothes to wash. We get to go to the grocery store and not fear for our life. You know, like in other countries, A, there's no grocery store and B, It's not a safe thing to even go to one or go get food. And like, what a blessing. And so we just got to flip the script on um, watching what we say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I want to come back to this uh, verse that really stood out to me, verse 15. Drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well. And this is a concept where it's beginning to talk about marriage a bit. And what this really made me think of is the contrast between the work it takes To drink water from your own cistern versus the lack of effort it takes Mm -hmm. from getting some of the same cheap substitutes from technology. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's a little extra work to connect with your spouse. You know, it's easy to just kind of go through your day and just be casual with your relationship, go through your week, never really connecting, never really spending time together. Spending time together, uh, quality time, you're gonna have to go go out, go away from your normal rhythm. You might have to spend money. You're gonna have to spend time for sure, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to get away for a, a day or two as a, as a couple. You know, it takes money, effort, work, babysitting, all the things, all the stuff. And that's where the emotional connections happen. That's where the conversations happen. That's where, you know, even sometimes tough conversations where crying could happen, but it's good. You gotta get the stuff out, right? Where Or you could just get the cheap substitute from social media, you know, just just, uh, well, I'm just gonna tell a joke to this person real fast and move on. Or, you know, you could say, well, I'm just gonna check out how how cute this person is and, you know, no one will know and just move on. Or, you know, you could watch a show and get all of your emotional, you know, all the emotional stuff out watching, you know, a very emotional show. Like, oh, yes. Oh, la, la. we connected. We watched This Is Us. Oh, you know, like whatever. Uh, you could get all of your your drama from, you know, all you know, whatever, sports and, and all the excitement and the fun and the passion. And, da, 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 and It's so cheap. It's so easy. You just keep scrolling. Look for more. Look for more. Look for more. Look for more. Ding, ding. Ding, 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 No, you got to drink water from a, from your own cistern. Like literally, you got to go pump the well. You got to go put the bucket down. You got to do a little work. When, when there's a water pump, like a modern water pump, you got to prime the pump. You got to get that thing going. You
1: got dig to dig the cistern out first yeah. before you even have a cistern. You got to do the work of digging one and creating
0: one. That's right. Dig the cistern. Then you got to lower the bucket, bring the water up. We got to walk over there. You got to put a little work. And I just want to say, I want to remind you, just to put some work back into your life, put Mm -hmm. some work back into your children, put some work back into your marriage, put some work back into your church. You know, it's so easy just to watch Preacher So-and-So on on YouTube, and I'm on YouTube, people watch me, whatever, who cares? But it takes a little more work to be a part of a church. Put some work back into it. Drink from your own cisterns, dig deep, dig that well down real deep and see what God will do and how he'll reward you from that. That's right. Thanks for listening to Morning Breath. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. Please enjoy a word from our sponsors.
1: At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Download the Mezzanine Church app or visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in.
0: Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com.